Welcome inside the State Champ Studios for another edition of State Champs Hockey Time. I'm Jonathan Kidd, along with Sean Belizean. Sean, how's it going? First week out of the books. Great. It was outstanding to be out multiple nights, John. And, you know, the way the schedule is, I mean, pretty much every night there's an opportunity to go out and see a game. You know, some teams are going to be playing double headers, but uh, a great start to the season, no doubt about it. All right, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. Our presenting sponsor, the Alta Equipment Company, Lawrence Technological University. You can recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Our friends over at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, the Detroit Medical Center Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine, the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation, and our newest sponsor, Warrior Hockey. More on them a little later in the show. But shout out to them for coming on board. Love it. That makes me so happy. I have some friends over there, and it's pretty cool that they're helping out in our backyard. So thank you to all the great folks at Warrior. Last week in our high school hockey preview, we didn't get a chance to talk about Ann Arbor Pioneer and Ann Arbor Skyline because at the time of our taping, Ann Arbor Public Schools had a ban on contact sports. They did lift it. Ann Arbor Pioneer and Ann Arbor Skyline are now officially playing, along with Ann Arbor Huron as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Pioneers and Skyline and Huron. Yeah, number one, we're happy that they're playing. I mean, there, there was no disrespect intended last week. We didn't know how to handle it. As a matter of fact, truth be told, we had to edit out a segment where uh, somebody was pretty ticked off at the fact that you guys weren't playing. But Pioneer uh, looking to build on a strong season last year. Great start so far. I, I like what I'm seeing out of their top line. I, I wish I could get an opportunity to go see them. But, John, uh, 23 points combined in a couple of games. So, uh, great start for them. No doubt about that. Skyline as well. You know, you might remember Jamie Newton was a guy. We, we brought up his name a few times. Five goals, eight points to start the season. Uh, you know, much like Pioneer trying to build on, on what was a really good uh, season last year. It's going to be fun to watch because both of these teams look very legitimate. All right, last week in our preview, we also talked about Novi, and we said, like, if they get some more scoring, they can be a very dangerous team in Division Two. How about 17 goals in their first three games? Isaac Gibbs scoring seven of them. Yeah, you know what? The, I, I got a chance to see them twice last week, as fate would have it. Uh, darn good team. And you know what Austin Muirhead brings to the table? He was outstanding as a sophomore last year. I, I wouldn't expect anything else now as a junior. Um, that's a good team. You know, we, we, we talked about that last week. Don't sleep on the Wildcats in, in Division Two. They 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 really play deep. Uh, you, you know, you're getting some contribution from multiple places and everything. So uh, Novi's going to be a team to keep an eye on. We're going to look at two games in the Metro League from last week. Detroit Country Day, Lucas Kroll, who we might be talking about a little bit later here in the show, a little tease there. He scored a hat-trick, including the Michigan goal against Woodhaven. They beat him 5-1. to one. And also Liggett, they played Allen Park 5-1 as well. Well, and you know what it jumps back to? I mean, both of these teams, you know, in various ways have made a name for themselves. I think everybody saw what, you know, Liggett did last year, and everybody remembers, you know, a year ago around this time, they really started to get going. They've got a lot of talent there. Uh, Yellow Jackets, it's been a few years now. You, you come to accept it, but you're absolutely right. Lucas Kroll is a kid that if you're talking uh, about a player of the year candidate, you have to include his name in there. Uh, he's been outstanding. The Yellow Jackets, look, they are one of the usual suspects now. I, I, I use that term often. 
they're one of the usual suspects now. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun to watch, and it's fun to watch Liggett. You know, they, they've, they've got a pretty darn good coach there as well. And you got Doug Wood returning, too. He also scored a hat-trick in that game as well. Yeah, he, he was a guy that, you know, we talked about last year, and, you know, they got themselves a, a big kill come playoff time as well. So they're looking to build on that. Keep an eye on them. All right, UD Jesuit, we talked about their 8-7 win over South Line Unified last week. They also got two key wins in the MIHL over Brother Rice and Trenton, and the Trenton game was an overtime winner by um, Max Marquette. Well, and you know what? We, we there, you, there you go again. You bring up a guy, I mean, player of the year, uh, candidate Le Fonce Valente, Max Marquette, uh, getting it uh, done, getting the overtime winner against Trenton. Check out that week, though. By the way, that means the steering wheel for yeah. the, 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 the French. you got to explain it a little bit. There. Le Francois Valente, but uh, Le Francais Valente. Uh, it, it, it means the steering wheel, and, and, and he's driving them right now. There's there's no doubt about that. Um, take a look at that. SLU, 4 nothing against Rice, who, who in my mind is one of the best in D2, and a 3-2 win in overtime against Trenton. Again, one of the best in D2. Big statement for UAD coming up. And, and you know there's no rest playing the schedule that they play, but off to a great start. Speaking of Brother Rice, they rebound after that loss to Jesuit, and they went up against Heartland and 3-2 win. Yeah, you know what? A big, big W in a, in a battle of the semifinalists. And, you know, that's the one thing about this schedule this year is you, you more often than not, you're going to have a chance right away to get that bad taste out of your mouth. I'm sure they didn't like losing the way that they did to UAD, but to come back and and knock off Heartland, you know, again, they were both semifinalists last year. Thing with Rice is they're also getting healthy. They're going to be getting some guys back this this week. John, I know we're going to get a chance to see them up close and personal uh, later on this week. More on that as well. But uh, Brother Rice is absolutely loaded and you know what it is? It's they they've got sophomores, they've got juniors, they've got seniors. Uh, Warriors got it going on. All right, last week in our preview, we talked about Rockford and Forest Hills Northern Eastern being the top teams out on the west side of the state. I think we need to add Byron Center onto that list. They beat Rockford 4-2, to two, and in the latest coaches' rankings, they're number two in the state in Division Two. Well, I, I think you absolutely positively have to add them. Byron Center is, is, is another one we, you know, uh, I don't know how much we talked about them. Uh, Forest Hills NEM here, nothing but good things. You know, just to follow up on what we said uh, last week, a lot of people told me that there was a talent upgrade. Well, you know what? They're showing that there was a talent upgrade. So uh, an outstanding situation right now when, when you talk about what's going on over on the west side. Because to me, John, that's that's what I look at. I'm looking at um, teams that that can join the party and stick around for quite some time and, and so you've got a few there uh, to me i look at especially what's going on uh at, at byron center you know you're you're talking about a guy in my opinion john that deserves some coach of the year consideration this is a couple years in a row now uh that that you that you have to take a look at taylor keyworth as a guy that deserves some uh coach and actually he was our state champs division one coach of the year last year absolutely and and i think more people need to i think more people need to to know about this keep an eye on them i mean you know it's crazy when you talk about a team that you know went as far as they went last year keep an eye on them but that unfortunately i think the guys know this until you become a usual suspect you know, that's what people are going to say at you. You have to keep proving it over and over, year after year, to kind of get in that conversation, and then they're on their way. 
All right, we head to the UP for the battle between Calumet and Marquette. And the Copper Kings came through with a 2-1 victory. Yeah, that's a, a great start from the Copper Kings. Again, another you know semifinalist from last year. Dean Locus has just simply put been on a tear. Uh, and you know comes from you know a big hockey family, but three goals, ten assists, thirteen points. As we tape this, and here's that word again: Player of the Year candidate. Make no mistake about that. Uh, Copper Kings definitely one of the usual suspects up there. Houghton, Marquette, you know, Hancock is vastly improved by all accounts. So uh, fun times up there. All right. A couple accomplishments that we want to recognize here on Hockey Time. Congratulations to Davidson head coach Doug Toller. He got his 600 victory against Mount Pleasant. He is the third coach in MHSA history to reach 600 victory. Incredible. I mean, you're, you're I mean, really. And, and you know what? They, they've, they've been a pretty good team the last couple of years. I think they're one of those teams that's kind of knocking off on the door. They're off to a 2 and one start. But uh, absolutely, props to you, coach. And also, Brendan Maley from FNV, and that is Freeland, Saginaw Novell, and Valley Lutheran. The senior scored his 100th career goal last Wednesday, and then he followed up with his 200th career point against Fenton Linden. Yeah, by all accounts, uh, Maley is is just a great kid as well. Congratulations on those numbers. Congratulations to the start on the season as well. They are off to a 2-1 and one start, so certainly they're going to want to keep the good times going. And, John, that's the thing to me. Like, there are so many great stories around the state, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I again, I wish we could clone each other and we could be all over the place. You know, people kind of tipping you off and saying, hey, this is going on here, this is going on there. We always welcome that. Greatly appreciate it. All right. And then in our Alta Equipment Company main event, it was the battle between Detroit Catholic Central and Livonia Stevenson out at USA Hockey Arena. Tommy Shea with the game winner with 90 seconds left to win it 2-1. to one. Yeah, it shouldn't come to a surprise to anybody that those two teams played the game that they did. It, it, it's going to be tight. I think if they played again next week, who knows? It might be 2-1 Stevenson. But right now, uh, Catholic Central, you know, a lot of people – um, you know, it, it's one of those things. That it, it seems like every year there's like this mark on Catholic Central. Ooh, they might be, they might be beatable this year. You know what? Coach Cal's done such a fantastic job with them. Uh, both he and Coach Mitchell. I, I, I know that uh, um, they're two guys that do so much for the game. And, and this was one of those games, John. I didn't get a chance to see it. I know you were at that one. But uh, everybody that was there told me it would have been electric in that building had the fans been there. Hopefully we'll get back to that sooner rather than later. It's time now for our Coach's Corner, brought to you by our friends at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. I'm joined with Brandon Kalanicki, the head coach at Detroit Catholic Central. A big win over Livonia Stevenson. Just talk about the history of the rivalry between you guys and Stevenson over the years. Oh, I mean, I think you look at it in the last, you know, at least since I've been here, the last six years, all the games have been real tight. You know, they've been fun hockey games to be a part of. Uh, both programs have obviously had a lot of success in the years, so it just always leads to a great hockey game, and I think you saw that again tonight. Um, we've been fortunate to come out on the right side of it tonight, but, uh, you know, all in all, it's just a fun game to be a part of, and and you can just feel the emotion, and, and it's a lot of excitement. How does it feel for you guys to be back on the ice, not not just with you guys, and the, just the whole Michigan high school hockey community? I, I mean, I, I was just talking to someone else, and I just you could see the kids, smile on the kids' faces. I mean, not only during the game, but after, and of course, when you win, it's easier to smile, right? But you know, seeing that smile in the locker room with those those guys being able to see each other, and obviously, you know. You can't really see the smile, let me clarify. They got the mask on, but you can tell that they're smiling and they're having fun being around this again. And I think 
I think that, that means everything to them, and that's what matters, and that's why I think every team, regardless of what this year ends up being and what whoever ends up winning, you know, I think everybody's going to look back and just remember how thankful we are we get this opportunity to play again. What's your guys' message to them this season? Because it's going to be a sprint to the end. Just keep getting better. We've just kind of taken that mantra the last few days and just, hey, wherever we're at right now, it doesn't, it does matter, but we just got to get better tomorrow and get better the next day. And every time that we show up to the rink, the goal's just got to be to get better because it is a short season and, you know, you just, you got to constantly uh, improve your game and, you know, hopefully get to a point where you're playing at the level you want to at the end of the season. And, you know, once again, with this huge layoff and the pause, I mean, I think it's going to be a very unique season. You're going to see a lot of ups and downs and things like that. And, you know, the message has just got to be, hey, we just got to keep getting better. You know, come to the rink tomorrow and get better. I always ask each coach this. What makes you come into the ice each and every day for these boys? Uh, it's just, I mean, one, we're all competitive people. We love being a part of it. I look at it, I was fortunate to be in their shoes many years ago when I played at Catholic Central. And uh, for me, it, you know, just to be able to kind of come back and, and see this, them experience some of the things that I got to experience, I think means a lot, you know, and, and that's what it is. You just want, you hope they have the same experience that you had, right? Like, and that, that's why it's easy to come to the rink and that's why it's so much fun to be a part of this. Well, thank you very much, Brandon, for joining us here on State Champs Hockey Time. And that was our Coaches Corner, brought to you by our friends at the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. Thank you very much, Brandon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. If you're a high school athlete with the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Technological University wants you to recruit yourself. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports, including its newest additions, competitive cheer and dance, e-sports, women's hockey, and men's and women's track and field. Visit ltuathletics.com and recruit yourself. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. As we stated earlier in the show, Warrior Hockey is a sponsor again at State Champs Hockey Time. Welcome back. No, I love it. Thank you, guys. One of the leading names in hockey and, and so big around here and uh, supporting the communities around here. It's awesome. So thank you very much to Warrior. All right. So they're going to be sponsoring our High School Hockey Player of the Year Award. They were our sponsor in 2013 and 2014. Dominic Lutz from Livonia Stevenson, who went off to had a good career at uh, Fair State. Mm -hmm. Andrew Sawyer from Trenton won it in 2014. Now he's the current assistant coach over at Riverview Gabriel Shark. It's just all exciting, just, you know, that it's all back. One of my favorite things is is having that moment, and we talked about this, John, where, where you go surprise the guy at the school. It's it's such a fun moment, and, and boy, it doesn't seem like eight years ago in the case of Dom and seven years ago in the case of, of Andrew Sawyer, and I still remember the, the legendary coach down in Trenton was down there as well at the time and you know it was it was just one of those things that you know it was such a cool thing and so warrior we're really glad that you're back and a part of that and it's such a fun day when we do that all right so we are gathering up our top 10 right now so sean explain to our viewers how we go about getting our top 10 for the hockey player of the year one of the things that i'm a firm believer in if you watch this show um then you know this if you're new to the show let me in inform you I could sit here today, John and I could sit here today and rip off 15 names 
that we think deserve this. I, I believe this should be coaches. I really do. So every year I ask a few coaches around the state, and I, I, I say, hey, you know, will you help me with this list? And um, the response is always great. Absolutely, I will. They give a few names. And then what happens is we, we kind of try to put them together like puzzle pieces. And there have been times, and John, I know you've, you've been privy to this conversation. There have been times where we were sitting in USA Hockey Arena the weekend of the finals. Not the semifinals, but the finals. Actually, actually, on Saturday. Where we're all texting each other and having conversation. Now, uh, the criteria is simple. It's the same criteria that we use for Mr. Football. Um, getting 10 is very difficult. It, it is it is because this game has grown so much in this state, John, that, that I, I mean, we could have 20 guys. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Getting 10 is a difficult proposition. So what I'm doing is I sent out some uh, texts already and, you know, said, hey, can you help me with this? And when we get a consensus for the 10, we've mentioned some of the names during the course of the show and we'll continue to. But when we get a consensus for the the 10, we'll let everybody know. All right. So we're going to be announcing our top 10 on social media later in the week. So we talked about a few guys. So who could possibly make our top 10? No, you know what? I, I think. When you look all around the state, you, you, there are guys everywhere and every side of the state. I'll start up north. I, I mentioned uh, Locus in, in Calumet. He's off to a tremendous start. By all accounts, this is a guy that makes everybody around him better. And you know what? When you have 10 assists in three games, that that's kind of a testament to that. So you have to take a look at him. I think Shields with Catholic Central is, is another guy that uh, you know a lot of people are, are going to look at. Uh, you know, when when you're talking ab- about some of the newcomers, I've heard nothing but good things about a particular sophomore at, at uh, Brother Rice. Rosa is a guy that you have to look at. Brighton had a big defenseman, and boy, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. I apologize. But he was number 18. How's that? Uh, that I saw last week that, that had a tremendous night and is just a flat-out stud at this level so you know those are just a few names on there i think you're going to see some guys some usual suspect uh, uh schools as well you know trenton always has a guy that can can be added to the mix heartland livonia stevenson country day country day uh Kroll's a guy that he'll be on the list no there's no secret there he's he's gonna be on the list but i mean a guy like doug wood you know i mean there, there's another guy his name came up earlier in the show um, I think he deserves uh, some consideration. But, you know, there are guys that, in, in my mind, John, I would be drop-dead stunned. I'd be drop-dead stunned if Marquette wasn't on the list from UD. I'd be drop-dead stunned if Kroll wasn't on the list. But we'll see what the coaches have to say. That's why I, I want to be fair to the process and, and ask the coaches, uh, because this all just kind of happened. I'm not joking. Yeah. In the last 24 hours. So uh, we're going to wait till we hear back from some coaches and we'll, we'll have a fine list for you, I'm sure. As we stated earlier, it's going to be released later in the week on our State Champs social media channels. When it does happen, you can go and vote at statechampsnetwork.com. And the beauty about our High School Hockey Player of the Year, we want to hear from you. So the winner of our online vote gets an automatic spot into our Frozen Four and has a 20% more chance to winning our award. And there's always, always, always um, the opportunity for somebody else to play their way on this list. There have been guys that haven't been on our radar that that ended up winning. I mean, there's just no other way to say that. The last couple of years, like two of the players, you know, were on our list the whole entire time. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that's the way that it is. At, you know, stop me if you've heard me say this before. 
The list is fluid. It's not going to be as fluid this year because we have a shorter amount of time. But to John's point, what the list looks like in November and what the list usually looks like in March, really, it's amazing how many names kind of jump on and off and everything. But, you know, if there's somebody that you think we should keep an eye on that deserves consideration, you know, whether you be on the west side of the state, up north, uh, Saginaw Valley country, whatever the case may be, reach out to us and uh, we'll, we'll ask around and get uh, some takes. All right, so stay tuned this weekend on all of our State Champ social media channels for our first top 10 in the Warrior Hockey Player of the Year. All right, let's preview this week in high school hockey. On Wednesday night in mid-Michigan, Flint Powers taking on Saginaw Heritage. Two teams that have been there and done that for numerous years, two outstanding coaches and, and Coach Bamberger for Saginaw, of course, Coach Perry for uh, Flint. You know, Flint's 3-0, Saginaw's 2-0, drop the puck, let's go. Who, who's going to rule the Saginaw Valley? On Thursday night in the Battle of the SEC Conference, we talked about Anover Pioneer earlier in the show. They take on Celine, new head coach Kyle Sagata, off to a good start. Yeah, props to Coach Z. Uh, Kyle's a, a, a great guy. They're two and one. I mean, they're only loss. I mean, there's no harm and no shame in, in, in falling to Flint Powers, but that's going to be a big test for both of those squads. Two squads that we've talked about, and you know, maybe a measuring stick for both of them. Also on Thursday night, a battle in the Oakland Activities Association Red Division between Rochester United and Lake Orion. Yeah, a couple of two and one teams. I mean, I, I consider a game, especially like this, this is like a moving game. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a big difference between getting a win and improving to three and one and, and, and taking that loss and going to two and two. Now, at the end of the day, you can still do what you need to do from that point on, but it, it, it's a statement game to be sure. On Friday afternoon, we have a rematch of last year's Division Three quarterfinal between Riverview, Gabriel Richard, and Chelsea. Chelsea's interesting. You know, River, Riverview, Gabriel Richard, we talk about them all the time. They, You better bring your lunch pail. When when you take on Gabriel Richard, you better bring your lunch pail because they're they're going to work you. Chelsea's interesting. Uh, Tyler Valak, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Tyler Valak, nine points in his first three games. So uh, I think the Bulldogs might have something to say. All right, on Friday in the MIHL, we have the battle between Cranbrook and Trenton. Yeah, Trenton's going to be fine. You know, I mean, they, they lost to a red-hot team. I, I think we, what we've seen the last few years is over the course of the season, Trenton goes like this, and they're ready to go and make a deep run in, in Division II. Uh, Cranbrook, how about Cranbrook? Listen to this week. You ready for this week for people out there? Cranbrook has Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Catholic Central, and Trenton this week. Now, again, last week, you might remember we talked about this. You might not be all that impressed when you look at a record by the time the playoffs start. You're going to tell me that Cranbrook isn't going to be ready for war after playing the type of schedule that they're playing this week. They're going to be ready when the puck drops at playoff time. All right, we head back to mid-Michigan on Friday night between Midland and Midland Dow. Yeah, this is a good one. You know, um, multiple people have told me that both teams are, are improved and anytime you know you have the battle of midland you know the the, the chemics and and obviously uh the chargers this is this is going to be for bragging rights these guys in all likelihood all know each other growing up and played against each other for years so it, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how that plays out all right and we go back to the west side of the state on friday night grand rapids catholic central taking on byron center well and again you know what you you kind of got the standby in grcc and everybody knows what mike uh, slobodnik has been able to do 
And, and you got Byron Center, who's trying to establish themselves as, as one of the names around the state. What a, what a great matchup that is. On what did you say, Friday night? Friday night. I wish I could. Could I clone myself? Because I'm going to be with you on Friday night. Can I make a clone and send that clone over there? All right, we'll, we'll make something happen. We'll, we'll try. We'll see if there's a technology. <laughs> yes. On Saturday night, we have Livonia Stevenson taking on Heartland. Yeah, great one. You know, Stevenson, that's an interesting day for Stevenson. They have a doubleheader that day. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Franklin at 10 o'clock in the morning in Livonia. And then they uh, pack up the bus and, and, and drive out there to the bounce in Heartland. Uh, that's always a great game. And again, you know, you're talking about two guys who have done so much for high school hockey, for not only for their school, but but for high school hockey in general. And in, in bringing up the the hype of high school hockey and in, in, in Coach Mitchell and Coach Gadwa, that's always a can't-miss game. Always. All right, we go back to Friday. Detroit Catholic Central taking on Brother Ice. This is going to be a little more special here with State Champs because we're going to be live streaming the game. It's going to be available on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and also on our Twitter page. This guy over here will be doing the play-by-play. So how excited are you for this game on Friday? And talk about who's going to be your sidekick. I, I, you know what? I love calling games. I think you know that. I've, I've you know, been blessed. I've had the opportunity to call college games, NHL games. Um, there, there's something special about this level. There's no other way to say that. And uh, So it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. It's going to be even more fun than an old friend of mine uh, who played at Livonia Churchill when, when he was younger and uh, also was an assistant coach under Scott Locke at, at Gross Point North. Uh, Mike Ivesel is going to be my, my color guy, and uh, he's also uh, my barbecue guy as well. He and, he and I might be doing a broadcast at the same time and, and have a, a barbecue going at the same time. But, um, no, all jokes aside, it, it's going to be great. I mean, one of the best rivalries in the state. There's no other way to say that. Rice, CC, I think we know that whatever sport they play. And two great teams this year, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And, John, I'm really happy. We have a few games coming up, yeah. and that that's really cool that – and, I, you know, while I'm at it, shout out to a lot of the schools that, you know, have made it possible where you can go out and, and you know, do a live stream. And, and, and even if it's without some idiot like me calling the game. And you also have to credit the MHSA for lifting the live stream. One thousand percent. It makes it so much better. It makes my job easier. I can't tell you how many games I was able to check in on. You know, I, I checked in a Forest Hills NEs, their, their first uh, thing. They put it up on Twitter. I sat and watched part of the game on Twitter and everything. So um, it's the next best thing to be in there. You don't pick everything up, but, you know, hopefully we'll we'll do a great job on, on Friday night and uh, do a service to one of the best rivalries anywhere. It really is. Rice, Rice and CC is awesome. So looking forward to that. All right. So state champs game time. Brother Rice taking on Detroit Catholic Central. It is presented by our friends at the Alta Equipment Company. The game time's at 7 o'clock, so check it out. I can't wait. Let's go. All right, so that's it for another edition of State Champs Hockey Time. So, Sean, we made it 2-2 so far. Yeah, and definitely. And you know what? We'll see you at the rink on Friday for sure. But, you know, some some busy games, uh, weather permitting around here. Trust me, you know, we're, we're getting a, a snowstorm that's coming in. Everybody up north is laughing right now. Eight inches? That's not a snowstorm. That's flurries. But, uh, John, all jokes aside, uh, so so glad that it's back, and we'll see you at the rink. State Champs Hockey Time is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports. Visit ltuathletics.com 
and recruit yourself. Also presented by Alta Equipment Company, Michigan's number one construction equipment provider with over 40 brands. Get the right equipment for your project every time. Also brought to you by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. For all things Michigan High School Hockey, go to the hub, mihshockeyhub.com. The Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Detroit Medical Center Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine. Do you have a sports injury or are you just looking to take your game to the next level? Go where the pros go. Visit dmc.org slash game changers. The Detroit Athletic Club Foundation. Applications are being accepted until the end of February for the male and female high school athlete of the year at dacathleteoftheyear.com. Warrior Hockey and the new Covert QRE 10 stick. Elite puck feel and quick release for players of all ages. The Warrior Covert QRE 10 stick. There's no feeling like it. 